0: Best Business School will host the Africa and African Diaspora Conference starting this Sunday the 29 uh, until the 29th October 2021. The overall theme is on Africa and Africans in the Diaspora. The conference is an initiative spearheaded by Reverend Frank Chikani who joins us on the line. Good afternoon to you the good Reverend. Thank
1: you. Good afternoon, and
0: how are you? I'm great. Delight. I've, I've, never, I've never interviewed you before, and I'm so excited today, to be quite honest. Well, there
1: we are. It's ah, ah, always ah, happened, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. But welcome, and thank you to your listeners.
0: Thank you so much. Listen, Reverend, we're not going to keep you long on the line. We know that you are very hectic uh, this afternoon. <laughs> so um, what we want yeah. to find out from you is what does this gathering seek to address?
1: You know, this conference is very unique. Yes. Because in the past, I mean, since 1900, there have been 10 African countries. Mm. And and, um, at that time, leading to the First World War, the... Africans and Africans in the diaspora, you know, they were taken as slaves across the Atlantic. Yes. And everything in Brazil, the North Americas, the mm. Caribbean. Mm. I mean, in Brazil, people, many people don't know that the majority of the, the citizens in Brazil are people of African descent. Mm. Mm. And, and so they have been meeting before the World War, they thought because the major western powers were talking about freedom and they were fighting for their freedom Mm. you know those who were threatened to oppress them and they thought they would listen to them that Mm. didn't happen Mm. second world war the same they held a conference in manchester and thought that they will be listened to went to the u.n they were not listened to Mm. and so The the, the purpose of this conference is to bring together all people of African descent globally, and we're getting people from Latin America, North America, the Caribbean, Africa, Europe, and Asia, Mm -hmm. to say what do we need to do to turn things around. Mm -hmm. Racism will be with us forever unless we change the lot, the conditions of people of African descent globally. Mm. And that poverty must not be related Mm. to the shade of color of people. Mm. If poverty is still related to that, then racism will prevail because this is about people who feel superior and the others are not able or capable or... You know what I'm talking about. And they don't have the resources. Even in South Africa, that's what the challenge is. We're going to have to defeat poverty to a level where poverty is not associated with the color of the person. Then racism will come to an end. As you know, there was an anti-racism conference 2001 in South Africa of the UN is the 20th anniversary. The UN has got a decade of people of African descent up to 2024. The African Union has declared the diaspora as the sixth region. So we are riding on that wave to consolidate and make sure that people of African descent come back to the cutting edge of development in the world.
0: All right. so, if you've just tuned in, um, this um, coming weekend, the Vets Business School will host the Africa and African Diaspora Conference. Um, as I mentioned, starting this Sunday until the twenty ninth, and we are chatting to the Reverend Frank Chikani. Uh, the Reverend, you know what is happening in, in 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 Swaziland? Chaotic scenes, riots. Since I think since June. Uh, people have been killed. An announcement was also made yesterday that schools will be closed. Will the conference also include in the drama that's happening in Eswatini?
1: Yeah, we are dealing with it as it is now. We are dealing with resolutions. When it started in July, we were supposed to meet the church leaders from Eswatini, mm. but the failed insurrection here yeah, happened. And that disturbed us. And so we've been having our eye on Swaziland. We believe it's important for the people of that country to enter into a dialogue and find an amicable way of managing the country. Because, I mean, they've got an old traditional way of doing it. And many of those um, monarchical systems have really morphed You know, beyond the old traditional into something that allows for the royal, you know, Uh. uh, system to remain whilst allowing democracy Uh. within the nation. Uh. I think the people of Swaziland need to do that and the leadership needs to rethink. You don't need to have people dying before you fix it. Uh. I think it can be fixed without losing more lives.
0: Mm. Reverend, do you ever do Do you know if there's been any dialogue with the king?
1: Well, I I am aware that there have been delegations that have gone. Obviously, at the state level, they do dialogue with the king. Uh, but uh, the delegations of the churches I know of have have consulted with the people on the ground, ended up with the prime minister for the prime minister to present those issues to the king. So I am quite convinced that the king is aware Mm. of what needs to be done. The problem is that if you've got a tradition which comes from many years, it is very difficult to turn the train around and say, let's do it differently.
0: Mm. And let's go back to the, the conference, uh, Reverend. What will be done with the conference uh, outcomes, and how can the public participate?
1: No, we have had three conferences on, for instance, issues like racism, the impact of coronavirus on people of African descent. We have looked at issues of reparations brought people who are experts in those areas, and we, we did the 4IR, for instance, to say if we have to leapfrog people of African descent to the cutting edge of economic development in the world, science and technology. What should we do? And so we're going to end up with a manifesto, a declaration that's going to say what are those things that we need to do in terms of decolonizing the mind first, Mm. Secondly, in terms of economic uh, developments and perspectives, in terms of what the multilateral organizations should be doing, like the UN and AU and CARICOM, etc., and so we're going to have a plan of action uh, in a way that has never been done before, and so the conference is just the beginning of the campaign to change the conditions of people of African descent.
0: Excellent. And how can the public participate?
1: We, we, we are, the people who are coming here are, are representatives from the various regions. If yes. you take Africa, for instance, we had a consultative conference in November last year in preparation for this conference. So we got leaders from different parts of the continent oh. and we expect those leaders to go back and interact with the, the people there, but we also interact with governments because governments are critical. That's why we want the AU. In the Caribbean it's CARICOM, which is critical because that's where many of people of African descent are. In North America, you know, the African-Americans are organized, they've got institutions, structure. And, and so we're we hoping to mobilize the world. In the past, it was more of academic papers presented and representation in, in, to the powers that be and they ignore them. We want to create a situation where the powers that be can't ignore us. And I think that's what is critical at the present
0: moment. Reverend, thank you so much for your expertise. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us uh, this afternoon. And all the best with the conference.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, all the best for all your listeners.
0: Excellent. There you go, the uh, Reverend Frank Chikani there. On the Glen Zero Super Drive, telling us, uh, giving us more details about the conference that's starting this Sunday until the 29th of October 2021 at the Vets Business School. you're also v- Yes, I am. Yes, you're I am. are you know? I'm a what? Vets, Vets, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Vets I'm so glad you asked him. I'm so glad you asked him about what's happening in Swaziland, hey, mm. and to hear what his thoughts are on the matter because this heavy-handedness in Swaziland really needs to stop. Yeah, and I'm loving that he says there must be a dialogue, there must be an engagement that happens because all these people want, all these Swazi nationals want, is our democratic reforms. That's all they want. Mm. And the funny thing and is that the king is mum, right? No, he isn't. He came out and called them drunkards. Oh, he did? He said, yes, he okay. called, he said, these pro-democracy like protesters it. are drunkards, yes. Yeah. That's like you. Hmm, mm. oh, okay. one he swore at that. I mean, how do you call your people, how do you call your people right. drunkards? Wow.